your girl Nina Montañez. Hey yo, what to it do with your boy Rue and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and this is Sofrito Speaks. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. What's going on everybody? Buenos dias, damas y caballeros. This is episode number five, season number four of Sofrito Speaks. It's episode five already? Episode five. We are midway through That's the season. Great. I think we're going to go longer than what we projected. We probably but, um, will. It's up for debate. <laughs> we'll tell you guys how we feeling. Right, We two right. bitches working two jobs. Let's get mean. into El Chisme. Y'all already know the part of the show where we let you know what had us fucked up, jodillo, and everything in between, good or bad, everything, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <sighs> you Lord, I just feel like... <laughs> I just... I've I been just, tried, mi gente. I, I'm, I'm I physically, just, I be present. Physically, I'm here. I'm Mentally. still here. Yeah. Here. Okay, Tisha Campbell, we see you. You know, <laughs> I don't know what song that is, but yeah, we can go with it. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not mentally. I'm not here. Mentally, I've been. I haven't been here. So I'm trying to figure out my way back. And guys, she showed me a photo of her room. I'm gonna put you on blast. She showed me a photo of her room. <laughs> Okay. Yep. And if anybody knows Nina, this lady literally has everything precise, neat, put in place. Mm -hmm. Go talk about responsibility goals because I just be throwing my shit around. Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Look, look at this picture." And I was like, "Oh, mama, what's going on? Mama, we need to slide you a number to. We need a room, uh, (laughs) a room renovation over there. No, no, that us." But it's all clean clothes. Like, I'm sleeping on clean clothes. Like, I, do, I refuse to put it away. I just but push it to the side. That's how my room was when I was depressed. It was super, uh, super crazy. I don't know if I'm depressed, though. I just, I, I don't. I feel like a lot of people who say that they're, they don't know if they're depressed. My mom recently told me, I think I'm depressed. And I was like, I, yeah, I, I can scream it from the mountaintop <laughs> to you. Like, you're <laughs> fucking depressed. And she, you think so? she was like, how, well, how do you see it? Like, how do you know that you're depressed? And I'm like, look at the way that you live. That was literally what I said. Look at your surroundings. Look at how you keep your room. Look at how you keep everything. It's just, it, it lets you know through the way that you're living. And you don't even notice it. I didn't. You don't notice it. I noticed it till I got home. I, I was so tired. I couldn't wait to be in my room. And I opened my bedroom door and I was like, who can relax in this? <laughs> what can. is this? And then you cuddled in bed like, I can. Yep, I did. <laughs> That's depression. I pushed everything to the side. I was like, "Oh, I can make it work." Swoop, and I knocked clean out, clean out. Um, and you know, through reflecting and stuff like that, I there was there was a couple triggers that have happened. Um, that sent me down this rabbit hole of like thought and and self reflection and overthinking and every, everything in between or whatever. I don't know if I covered all my bases, but y'all y'all get it. Um. And I recently found out that my character is being questioned. Um, I found out that the way that I move is being questioned, how I maneuver, carry myself, all that bullshit. I, as a person, am being questioned based off of the decisions that I make. And what has me fucked up is the fact that any decision that I make in my life is not based off of any fucking body else. And I'm so glad that at the age of 27, I'm about to be 28 in like seven days, um... But I have come to the conclusion that, like, if you serve me no purpose and there's really nothing that's that's tying me to you, even if there was, I'm cutting the motherfucking cord. And I don't have to explain that to anybody. Like, why does that have to be a, a fault in my character? Because I know how to 
uh, remove myself from situations that don't serve any purpose in my life. Like I've said in past episodes, you'll respect my no. I don't have to tell you why I don't fuck with somebody. I don't have to tell you why I don't want to do certain things. I don't have to tell you why. I Listen, if I don't hit you the fuck back up, which one of y'all is paying my bills? Which bill are you paying of mine? Like, that shit goes... Which bitch you know... Yeah, you ain't paying my motherfucking bills. You're not about to tell me how the fuck I'm going to use my shit. Period. So I'm just like... There's just so... I'm not going to go into too much detail. Just because I'm still trying to... Maybe at a later in a later episode, um, I can go into more detail and, and we can hash this out. But for right now, the the base of what has me fucked up is that because I practice what I preach, I'm me as a person is in question by other people granted now i have never given a fuck about what other people have to say or think about me i'm still gonna move the way that i move but it does have me reflecting on hey maybe i can fix something maybe Uh. that there is a a level of growth that needs to happen but you also got to understand me that when you're growing mentally and you might be at a more advanced in that area than somebody else to them it they see they they see it as a fault like well i'm not there yet mentally so i don't understand what she's talking about so i'm gonna come for her character in order to make it make sense in my simple ass mind Ooh, not a simp a simp (laughs) but anyways what about you boo yo so this was my first year getting a vehicle uh, inspection, mm. and I went to Salas. Uh, I'm going to put these motherfuckers on blast because they're fucking hella rude. I popped oh, up, and my mom warned me. She's like, don't go over there because last time I went, I cursed the guy out because he, he was like, I'm not inspecting your car. We're not doing inspections. First of all, this whole vehicle inspection game is a fucking gimmick. Like They literally want to inspect your vehicle to make sure that it's good, a.k.a. they just want to tell you that shit is fucked up. So that you can literally end up paying more mm-hmm. for things to keep the whole industry going, period. And then I go and I all I did was pull up. I got my windows tinted last year by Car Audio Solutions. Shout out Car Audio Solutions. I can't even say. Um, and the guy told me, he was like, oh, you know, this is the legal, the legal amount, whatever. I don't know shit. I just got a car. Like, I don't know anything. So I'm like, all right, cool. And I figured it'd be the legal amount because I can see myself. Through the windows. Yeah. So it's like anyone that's in my car, I can see in only at night. You really can't see, which is all I needed for hashtag OnlyFans. Just kidding. Um, and then, <laughs> Stupid, bro. And then uh, I pull up and he's like, oh, we're, we can't inspect your vehicle. Uh, the windows are tinted too dark. And I was like, OK. Wh- but like, they have that thing that they can put up against. So it that's what you? he did. He put it up and he's like, they need to be at 35 and they're reading as 29. And I'm like, so in my head, I'm like, OK, well, 29 is a lower number. Would they would they not be dark enough? I'm confused. Like, it, what is the issue here? And he was like, "Well, you know, they need to read 35. If they don't read 35, we're not able to pass the inspection." Da 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 da. And I'm like, "With his lying ass, because like, if you so, were like a primo, he would have passed it, no problem." Period. Period. But um, I didn't. I didn't cause uproar. I was just like, you know what? Whatever it is, what it is. There's other places that will inspect my vehicle. Um, and then he's like, "So, so what do you want to do?" And I was like, "I'm taking my vehicle back." Like, I'm not paying you to tell me that my windows are tinted. You're not going to reject it because you didn't do the inspection. Mm. So, therefore, give me my keys and I will gladly go. He's like, yeah, you know what you need to do? I would suggest you go to the RMV and get a letter stating that it's medically needed for you. to. And I'm like, what? What even is that? Like, my doctor's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
Um, so mm-hmm. I ended up coming here yesterday and I was like, I'm like, I need to think of a plan. I need to think of a plan. Mm-hmm. How am I going to play this? Because I'm like, there's no way that my tints are too dark. Yeah. There's no way. I went to another vehicle spot up the street uh, where Global Gas Station is across from North Andover. And the guy, you know, I feel like these automotive guys, they have no customer service, which I no. I really don't care That's about. I work with cars, so I don't have to Yeah, I don't care like about that. it. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I pull up and I'm like, I need my vehicle inspected because I'm not going to be nice to you. You're not being nice to me. So I'm like, I need my vehicle inspected. Mm. He's like, okay, just park over there. Takes my car, inspects it, and then comes back and he's like, one of the bulbs is out. And I'm like, I feel like you broke that because <laughs> I'm like, there's no way one of the bulbs is out. Yeah. But he showed me, and one of the bulbs was out. So I had to pay an extra $10. I got it inspected. It passed. There was no issue, no question about the tints. Um, so I'm like, I want to know what this whole game is about, and now I know better for next time. Even though my next vehicle inspection, I'll be in Cali. And you actually don't have to get your vehicle inspected uh, in Cali. You got to do a smog check. So, But it's about the same amount uh, price-wise. So, yeah, that's what had me fucked up. Other than that, these past two weeks have been good. And this weather has me fucked up as well. No. You want to know what else has me fucked up? This is when I began my memory going. <laughs> Not everybody is supposed to be in leadership positions. Periana. Um, I feel like if you're going to be in a leadership position, there are courses, there are trainings that I think that you need to be a part of. Because at this point, motherfuckers be inheriting positions because they just don't want to have to find someone that is built for it. One or two, they've been there long enough. The, That's what I'm saying. Whole, You're inheriting a position because they already know who you are and they're like, um, all right, cool. It's going to... We can still... <laughs> we can still... I'm we like can still senior. Low, so about it. You can still lowball this person. They can still make more than what they've been making. Still lowball them because they don't have yeah. the prerequisites that they and need they're not gonna to ask hold that position. And they're not going to know because it already sounds dope that they're getting more money. Y'all are dumb. Um, mm. But if it works Y'all for you, really, it works no, for you. No, they really are. They really yeah, are. Yeah, whatever works for you, works for you. However, I am a rare breed, mi gente. I've been in leadership positions. I've taken the leadership courses. Fuck, I've led the leadership courses. I am leadership, bitch. <laughs> So when I'm when I have to now that I work under people again and I'm I'm not in any type of leadership role, I am hyper aware of how things should maybe probably go. You know what I'm saying? I lead I led by example when I was in a leadership position. I would make sure that I'm not gonna ask my staff to do something that I wouldn't fucking do or I haven't done already. These new, these new supervisors, y'all something the fuck else. Like, I have one that literally will run their fucking mouth in front of other coworkers about other coworkers. And just like, that's just toxic as fuck. I'm glad that that shit ain't never taken place in my presence. I think it's because whoever she's speaking to is younger. They have less experience. However, it does not happen in my presence because if it does, Shorty's being checked. And I'm probably giving my notice, to be honest, because I don't have time for that bullshit. And then I have other supervisors that literally would, are, they, they take too much joy in telling other people what to do, even if we already have our hands full. They're just going to throw something else on top of it. And you're just like, but your, your hands are free. So why can't you just deal with that? It ain't my job. While I finish this. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that that shit right there. And has let me, me tell you something that the they they up. do tell you to do that. Uh, when I was a, a shift lead at Starbucks, they literally would yell at me because they were like, "You're doing too much. Like you're that's work for them to do." And I'm like, "But I thought we were a team. I'm just confused because you're saying at the meeting we're a team, and then you're telling me that I don't have to do anything, but they do." Mm-hmm. And then they're like, yeah, that's why you feel overworked. No, I feel overworked because you're literally overworking us. Mm. There's a difference. <laughs> they have the nerve, bro. Anyways. Let's close this out. Go. Head over to our <laughs> next section, which is. Ay bendito. Alrighty, this is I Bendito, where we go through a little bit of local headlines, media headlines. Nina just ate a very raw banana. I, I give her props. Um, I want I'm getting to a raw banana for a minute. So. Ooh, uh, <laughs> Piriana. <laughs> um, I want to talk about, and this is pretty big in Lawrence. Uh, everyone's kind of been talking about it. Plus this traumatizing footage that they have out Bro, about that it. Ass, that ass. Uh, the girl who died in the car accident recently on Wednesday or uh, Thursday morning, I should say. I thought it was. It was Wednesday it night. Monday? It was 12 a.m. Oh, OK, OK, OK. Um, a 24 year old woman who was killed in uh, Lawrence was on a violent head on crash. Oof, that's just crazy. Um, her name was recently released. I'm not going to repeat it, um, but that was super insane footage that's the craziest thing that's happened the traffic light footage is what got me bro like to watch the speed at which those cars were traveling well there was only it was only one car it was only one car her she was driving normal she was doing her normal thing she was pulling out of the street it was the car that was the The black car it was the black car oh my god if anybody you know anybody from new york that's listening like y'all google it it's pretty insane um but I'm just giving you a fair warning that it is pretty, pretty it's graphic. graphic. It's graphic. Um, but much love to that family, and uh, I hope everything turns out good. I mean, she's already passed away. She's already been pronounced dead at the scene. Yep. Um, so may she rest in peace. The, and to the, the dude that recorded the video, he was literally like, oh, look at this accident. When he panned over Ooh, to the baby. other side of the yeah. street, and he yeah. realized he was looking at a body. Mm. Yo. He found, I saw, I saw the video. I saw, I, know, I saw that video. I was like. Okay. There was other, so there was the, the two, was it women in the black car? Or was it a man and a woman? There, I will say, I don't know the exact details. I will say that they did find one of the bodies behind a bush. There was another one in front of the store. Yeah, underneath the tire of a pickup truck. Uh, yeah, yeah. With the other half of the car. Like, Pretty. mi gente, when we say split down yeah. the middle, and the I, car split I just want to give a warning to people. Uh, Uber is still a thing. Lyft is still a thing. Um, taxis, the Liberty Taxi. Don't uh, take those taxis, period. I'm never going to promote them. Um, I mean, I, if it's going <laughs> to prevent you from, from that accident happening, take the taxi. I, I just, you don't have to drive drunk. Um, but they sped through a red light, bro. They sped through many red lights. <laughs> Many. It started on Union Street and it went all the way to there, to the grand finale right there. Bro. Let's move on. Um, I want to go to page six. Um, Who talks about headline reads? Jeannie Mai didn't invite her, the real co-host, to the wedding. Did you watch the video, though? Like, she was like. I haven't watched anything about the real since uh, Amanda Amanda Seals. I was like, I am not playing with y'all. I'm waiting for Adrian to be like, I'm rich. I'll fake jewelry. We good. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Cheetah Girls are still cutting a check too. Thank Seriously. you. Seriously. Uh, Jeannie Mai married rapper Jeezy last month at an intimate ceremony. So intimate she couldn't squeeze in her co-host at the reel. Uh, Mai's explanation was that she was getting... She said, Jay made my list and I made his list. She continued, and we were very firm. Because of COVID, you're not supposed to be throwing events right now. You're not supposed to be. I Listen, I'm not even reading that. I just think it's a it shady ass fucking move. It just sounds like you didn't want to invite and your two, homes, period. Uh, you know, I just feel like right now, this show is at a point where I can guarantee you within the next year, year and a half, they will be ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has had... Uh, numerous hosts come on and off of the show no one has loved it no one has anything great to say i think we're entering entering a time where daytime talk talk show talk shows are coming to an end because it's just no one has time for this shit yeah but who watches these? but i feel like it was thriving due to the pandemic because no one else had anything else Mm -hmm. to watch Mm -hmm. Um, however but with the with amanda seals leaving with tamar braxton that happened and tamara and Tamara said, I'm out. <laughs> Tamara wants to get back into acting, though. And where is that? It's Hallmark, baby. She's going straight to the TV. I scene. can guarantee you the Hallmark check is not bigger than the real check. I can guarantee that. So that lets me know that something else was happening. You're probably not wrong. I think Tamar was not Tamar. Tamara was the highest paid on the panel. It makes sense. She's the... She has the... She's the vet. Uh, she's a veteran. Yeah, yeah, true, true. She's been it in the game. It goes her and then Adrian and then Lonnie and then... Jeannie Ma- Jeannie No, Mines. I think Lonnie might have been the, the dead last one. She's a comedian. Oh, <laughs> the shade. No, no, no. <laughs> if you could have seen her face right now. Comedians don't make money. I didn't mean it like that, but like... She had her little cameos in Soul Plane. Period. <laughs> And Jeannie Mai has been on the red carpet. She's been doing like um, all fashion, the fashion stuff. Fashion like, she's been in the game. We just. She's also dropping a fashion line. I read. Spare me. Um, but I just think it was whack because she like I was watching the video where she was trying to like explain why she didn't invite her coach. She's like, if you know, Jeezy made my video. First of all, my man's not making my list. You're not making my list. For what? We could discuss it. That's where you I, fucked up. I make mine. You make yours. <laughs> so fucking, you don't make make my list. You don't even know me long enough. <laughs> so that was her thing. She was like, oh, people that have known he and I for a long time. So f- you met Jeezy because of the show that you had but with your co But her band-aid was that she called him. I mean, she called them before on the day of. No, when they finished, she was like, oh, they were the, the first ones to know that we were going to have a, a private um, ceremony. And they kept their secret. And they, I was She's probably like, like yeah, so she was none like, oh, of them probably cared. Secret, and I promise you, once you said they weren't invited, they didn't give a fuck. They were like, oh, okay. Because this I'm like, this I'm got like, real. I'm like, you flew all the way to Paris for Adrian's. I'm confused. I'm confused. And you couldn't invite them to a small. She was like, it was people that have known us for a long time. The world hasn't even known y'all as a couple for a long time. <laughs> Fuck is y'all talking about? You don't even know yourself. I have chapsticks longer time. than y'all's relationship. Oh, what you mean, yo? I just, I was like, Joe, throw it away, throw it away, throw it away. My God, just say that you didn't want to. It was pretty interesting when I God. when I saw the the headline. Um, and then I also oh. want to talk about this stupid ass bitch who had a lot to say about me in the press the other day. Fuck who? Caitlyn Jenner was good. Oh fuck. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner doesn't make no fucking sense. Somebody please listen. Caitlyn Jenner says trans girls born as boys shouldn't compete in all female sports. It's about fairness. 
But you gotta say, keep going, go ahead. <laughs> she that's basically a, a whole article about that. Uh, she said in uh, what's what's but what's the what's the she issue? She doesn't support trans girls born as boys participating in all female school sports because she's she believes in fairness. Caitlin, who of course is a trans woman herself and a former Olympic champion, told the news site that she'll she's all about protecting the integrity of girls sports. Uh, this isn't the first problematic uh, thing that she has said about but the just, trans community. Just, just go, just go with that. Go, um, go into that, into what she said now. What do you mean? That's so, what she said. I know, but what about it? How do you feel about it? I just think that it's not the first thing she's said uh, problematic towards the trans community. And she, as a trans person, I don't understand her views on anything. Period. I think that. Right now, she's trying to get into a position of trying to be a leader, running for governor Governor. of California, which no one's asking for. Um, We also don't need another fucking old white man. I'm going to say it just like that. In office, period. And um, you're literally, every time she speaks, I just feel she looks like a fucking idiot. Like, you sound like an idiot. And I get where she's coming from. But trans, if I'm, if I... You know, I might be incorrect. I'm not trans. I don't know. Um, but I do know a couple people who are trans. And when they're transitioning from male to female, they have to take estrogen. Mm-hmm. So her argument was that, you know, uh, men still have testosterone and they're stronger. It, it's not the same. It literally breaks down your testosterone level and you're now like injecting estrogen into your body. You're mm-hmm. becoming a female, mm-hmm. although you were born a male. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are your thoughts on that? I agreed. I didn't think she was wrong. Okay. But now hearing you say that, that makes sense to me. It's okay to change your opinion when presented mm-hmm. with new information. Um, I've, I haven't seen the studies. I, I'm probably going to get heat for this. I haven't seen the studies, but I know what it is to be a woman and have your sport that you're playing be clowned because you are a girl. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm I'm it's it's a it's a difficult back and forth because um, I stand with the LGBTQIA plus community. But then it's also like, how do you it's me going back and forth in my own head. Like, how do I stand with this group? But I feel this way about this topic. And, um, and might I add that we're talking about school sports. School we're not sports. speaking yeah, I'm not saying major league. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm talking These are school weak sports. little kids, weak little shits as they already are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're we're not talking about, you know, the Serena Williams and, and the A-Rods out there. We're talking about they're already coming into their development. Mm. If you're trans, you are injecting estrogen into your body uh, especially while you're a teenager, so that you can, your body's already starting to develop, right? Yeah. So the estrogen now comes in and starts to help you develop more of your feminine features. Mm. Now, what does that include for strength? I mean, from what I've understood, when you're trans, um, the estrogen also makes you bigger, like uh, not meatier, but fatter, because mm-hmm. uh, your fat, like, I don't know, your fat breakdown slows down a little bit and, like, it starts getting you bigger. Um, and I don't think I don't I don't really agree because it's like what how are we sitting here talking about they need to share the same bathrooms and stuff like that. And we're making big deals about bathrooms. But something as small as this is it's a school sport. And but if, school sports aren't small, though. This is someone's ticket to college. This is someone's paycheck or something. You don't like you know what I'm saying? The, the, the school could have the first, you know, trans female basketball star on their team. That can make it big and blow up. 
Okay, it's not too far fetched to say that a female can't be as tall as a as a as a boy. Yeah. However, they now have that in their favor. Let's say, like, let's talk about height. Let's just make it really, but I think really so, small. So I see that you, where you're coming from, you're seeing it uh, from. But wh- where do we get into the conversation where it's women that want to play men's sports? Where trans women Same who thing. are turning into men. Same thing. If a, if a if a female uh, if a trans male wanted to play football and you get laid on your ass, what did you think was going to happen? You can't play the, oh, I used to be, you can't say, you can't, there's no card that needs to be played because this is how you want to be viewed mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. So then if you get laid on your ass in a football game, I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Like, but it, there's this like, if it's going to be like that, then it has to be like, it's across the board. All the, uh, yeah. It has to be all or nothing. Yeah. It can't be half-assed. But why is it that we're only at, that we we're only ever speaking about trans women in women's sports? You don't hear us talking about trans women, um, trans men in men's sports. Yeah, true. You're absolutely right. So it's like, why is it? Why are we so but focused I feel like on that's, this and not when it that? comes to the whole? Uh, you but know. women's sports is taken as a joke anyway, so that's probably why they have the. Or that's the conversation that's being had. Okay, well, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> but Speaking I feel like when it comes athlete. to when it comes to the LGBTQIA and every other letter in the alphabet um, community, um, they always it's always the men that are being looked at differently. Like we we accept, you know, there's a whole conversation behind it, how we can accept a lesbian into a male friendship group and they'll have a hard time accepting a gay male in their male friendship group. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like there's always that double view on it when mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, it's just like they're kids. Let them play sports. Let it be what it needs to be. Let it get. But then it becomes a conversation of like, do we have to wait until it gets out of hand to address it? Well, what is considered out of hand? Like, let's say let's uh trans woman is playing sports mm-hmm. and... And Shorty rocks. Shorty rocks it. Now there's a problem. Yeah. What do we have to wait to happen? So maybe playing we, basketball, you go to you grab a rebound, you turn around and you rock someone's shit with your elbow. What? Mm. Ha, what? You know they're gonna immediately jump on the fact that oh they were born a man, and yeah. then it's gonna be this huge fucking thing. What's gonna happen is they're just gonna take out sports. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would be sick, bro. All or nothing for real, for real. They're like, all right, so then y'all can't figure it out. We just gonna take out the whole sport. Period. It ceased to exist. And it, it I wouldn't be surprised because schools love to pull whatever they can so that we can, so we can play nice. And Anyways. I'm gonna finish off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Biden is talking about a new stimulus plan. Okay, the fourth <laughs> one. Okay, um, I'm very excited about it, but the likelihood of it happening, no, it might not. It, it, no. Uh, so I just want everyone to be alert to that. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. I got to give a really cool warning. Uh, they launched a rocket into space, right? Like, like last week. This rocket took the whole base with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is an actual thing. This is an actual thing. Bro, Within what? the next 14 days, this 10-story base. It's going to hit Earth. <gasps> they're saying that most likely by the time... They're, well, first of all, Earth has never had anything this big hit. One. Two, which doesn't make sense because if we go back to the... Di- okay. Um, and then two, 
Um, they're saying that supposedly by the time that it gets to Earth, it's already going to be disintegrated. Y'all know the whole thing. Um, but it should be interesting in the next 14 days if that shit lands in Lawrence. Bitch, I'm calling it first. Okay. <laughs> we making some money. Bruh, 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 bruh. So, so is, this what, is, this, is this what we're going to log for the month of May? Period. <laughs> <laughs> Falling Period. aircrafts? Period. Falling bases? Well, the government already confirmed UFOs. So, what? yeah. 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 A few weeks ago. Oh, that's how much attention I pay Because we already didn't know that. Um, anyways, let's close this out and head over to our next section. Actually, let's take a break. Before we get into all that, let's take a break. Caldero Talk. What's going on, mi gente? We are back with Caldero Talk, and this is the part of the show where we are going to serve it to you raw. We're going to give you all the fun stuff, all the meatiness, and we have a cute little topic, as Ruben always says, for y'all. So we're just, just gonna, a cute one. It's a little cute one or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> not, in, not, in too not, not in crazy, you know what I mean? It's going to be a short, sweet one. Um, but every time I say that, I feel like that's when I go on a tangent, and then we end up 45 minutes Seven later. Seven hours later. Yo, dead ass. Um, that was so a cute Caldero Talk. It's cute or whatever. <laughs> that was a big caldero talk. We're going to use the little caldero today. Um, so I want to talk about saving yourself and what that looks like, what that might mean um, yourself, baby. to us. And then how, when is it or how much can we take before we finally decide I'm going to save myself from this situation. I'm going to choose me now. Yeah. So go ahead, boo. Uh, always choose you first. Yeah. I've learned that throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was explaining to Nina, I am I've rekindled a lot of relationships with people who I have had a lot of fallouts with. Mm. Um, and this is no nothing new. I've talked about this on the show. I've said what I've needed what to about say. Your friends? <laughs> yeah, like um, but you know, we have a lot of years, a lot of history, there's a lot of trauma that we've experienced together, so I can understand why we have the issues that we have. Um, but you know, we we communicate and we talk. Um, but you know, I've made it just very clear for myself, and I've vocally said this to all my friends, like, moving forward, I'm choosing me. Um, I'm not no longer going to feel bad because you want to feel like there's a problem. If you feel there's a problem and you're not willing to communicate the problem and you're not willing to work on a compromise and come to the middle and be like, listen, that's you. I'm going to let you rock. This is me. I'm going to let me rock. Mm. Uh, if it has to get to a point where it's aggressive or whatever, it's like I'm just walking away. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at a whole different level of peace. I'm in my 30s. I don't have time to be out here fighting anybody, arguing about stupid shit. Like I'm, I, we're, we're just at a different level right now. So it's like I've learned throughout time, choose you first. That comes with everything, with friendship, with work, with family. Mm. With family, choose mm. you first. Um, you know, sometimes there's, there's. I'm not gonna lie. There's certain people that I don't want to hang around anymore in my family because I'm like, are you benefiting my growth? Are you, you know, although you love me and I and I'm here for it. I'm here for the love and I love every single person in my family, whether I talk to you or I don't, you know, talk to you. Um, that's the Puerto Rican in me. Mm. But baby. The realist in me just doesn't have the time. And if you're negative, you're negative. You out here talking about I'm sage in the room. Bitch, save yourself. Sage yourself. <laughs> Fuck that. Like, don't come over here. To get rid of the demons. Bitch, you are the demon. 
bitch, the only person you need to get rid of is you. Mm. Take the room with you. Bye. Um, <laughs> but I think it's important to put yourself first. And I think a lot of people don't do that. And I see that on the daily. I see people who literally choose literally toxicity every single time because it feels like there's they have nothing left to offer if they're not they don't have something to talk about and toxicity (laughs) is always something to talk about negativity is always something to talk about and and that's the thing like uh you know again going back to my group of friends um we've had those conversations where it's like yo you were fucking toxic bro Mm. or you were toxic sis and and i get the same thing yo remember that situation you were hella fucking toxic with that Mm. so now we're able to have these conversations in a safe way where it's like i i feel you i understand that but i still can get bucked so don't play with me don't sleep on my gangsta so interesting i think back to the episode uh season one what about your friends and he and i talking about uh our friends and the growth mi gente yo that shit is something different. The you peace. Know, the pe- <laughs> you can hear the peace in the, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You can hear it. I, I feel like that's how it has to be because when when it looks when you look at friendships and stuff, I always try to look at people's trauma in their past. And I'm mm. like, all right, I understand why you oh, move the way that you move. perspective. That's cute. I understand. And I've been, uh, I think it was Amanda Seals, or if not, then it was Gary V because lis- I've been listening to Gary V a lot. And he was... I think it was Gary Vee. Um, and he was saying, uh, you know, a lot of the times we look at situations and we look at them as this person did that to me, this person did that to me, but you never sit down and you never look at yourself and you don't see the role that you played in that situation. And I was like, well, that's fucking deep. And it's 7 a.m. I don't have time for this shit. Uh, so instead of responding to it, why not just... Because responding to what? Why do I have to... Why do I have to respond to you? Why do I have to let you know, you know, that you hurt me? Why don't I take a look at the situation, take a look at the perspective that I'm looking at it from and understanding and then making a decision? Is this someone that I want to rock with? Is this a conversation that I'm willing to have? Because if you want my perspective, that's gold. Like, you can't just sit here. I can't just always come to you and be like, so, again, we're having a conversation about how you treat me like shit. Again, you have let me down. So now it's become a conversation of what did I do to warrant you treating me like shit? One, because sometimes we have to be honest. Sometimes it really can be us. Uh We have to. Although not all the time, especially with me. Just kidding. No, because I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, because I really do be dissecting each fucking side. Hey, what role did I play in this? Yeah. What is my role? And in you, this? I've been doing you this. do do that. You I've do been doing do that. this. So when I come to the conclusion that I cut you off, trust and believe, can't nobody fuck up a friendship with but me. Majority, but majority, like, there's this quote that says, "Hey, if I cut you off, majority of the time, you handed me the scissors." And that's the facts. People love to always blame other people. They love to literally. I have been blamed for so many things. You know, I, I still was just recently blamed for something. We talked about it a few I'm weeks ago. I'm still being painted out to be the bad ago. guy. And, you know, I'm just like, yo, I, I I had to question my character at that time when I was talking about it. Because I was like, am I really a bad person? Do you understand how mad that makes me when I know I stand in my truth and I, I know who the fuck I am? And you got me questioning yeah. myself. Ooh, I want to throw hands but every hurt, time. Hurt people, hurt people, and 
a number one thing out here that I've noticed with a lot of motherfuckers, they are fucking hurt. They are traumatized. They have never dealt or faced their demons, and they like to project their demons from onto other people. And they like to look at other people and say, well, you're insecure. No, bitch. No, I may have had an insecure moment, as I should because I'm human, mm. but you walk in insecurity everywhere that you go. Mm. So you can't come over here at... Again, you can't go to the king and sell him fake gold. The king knows what gold is, period. Mm. So it's like... You came ready. Honey, don't. Just don't. Uh, and I think out here, that's a common trend on lo- amongst a lot of people. Uh, I recently heard of someone else having a situation, and I was like, girl, you need to understand that misery loves company. company. Misery will always find its company, whether you... Try not to. But in, it's funny that you said, in speaking about saving yourself, there are going to be moments where, you know, you feel like you there are certain people you want to talk to about certain things and certain, certain and avenues. those moments That suck. you want to go. And they move, and, and they do suck. However, in talking about saving yourself and misery, sometimes when you express to somebody who is miserable, who maybe because you love them, you have blinders on, you don't even notice that they're miserable, but you let them know, let's say, let's use forgiveness. You tell someone that you're willing to forgive something or someone for something that they've done to you. But the person that you're talking to hasn't reached that level of maturity just yet. So they're going to try to deter you from having that conversation or from reaching that level of forgiveness that you need for yourself. Understand that forgiveness is never for the other person. It's always for yourself. For yourself. You don't even have to tell the other person. that You don't have to tell the person that you're forgiven that you want to forgive them. That's a conversation completely up to you. However, watch who you talk to about your healing. Because if they haven't healed, then they're going, they're not going to understand it and they're going to try their damnedest mm-hmm. to make sure that you don't reach that level because it's not a level that they are at just yet period. misery loves company period period and i think uh always being around people and always having a conversation of growth of goals and these things th- this is a big thing of mine don't sit around me and talk about what you want to do don't don't give me plans because i can i can literally build a brand from fucking dust come at me with what you're doing what are we doing you know what I'm saying? It's like I have a lot of friends who are like, I want to do this. I want to do this. Get up and do it. Get up and do it. If if me and Nina would have sat here and just still been a year and some change in and been like, yeah, we want to start a podcast. We went to motherfucking New York City selling a fucking product that we didn't, we didn't even, even fucking start yet. have yet. Mm-hmm. When you want to do something, you just fucking do it, period. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Again, that's holding yourself accountable. That's holding your friends accountable. And if you can't, if you as my friend can't hold me accountable in, in my growth, what are we doing? Then I choose me. Right. Always choose you. Save myself. That's it. I think that a lot of the time there's that time. There is this weird thought process that is shared throughout our generation that Time means buy, that time is buys you someone's loyalty. Oof, time is gonna buy you someone. Time is gonna buy you the bullshit. Time is time is what is what's gonna keep them around because you got time, man, right? But then and, and time, then to time, to sit there time. and to say I need to save myself. Now you look like an asshole to people who don't understand that because y'all got time in. What you mean you're gonna throw away an X amount of years friendship? What do you mean you're gonna let go of this shitty job because you know you need the money? What do you mean people for some reason tie their worth? 
in any type of relationship, situationship, to the time that has been put into it. That's why I no longer waste my time on mediocre shit. Ooh! I can't waste my time on it because time is a valuable thing. But if I'm sitting there wondering what the fuck have we done in our time together and why should I stay here and continue to put in time if I can't pinpoint what it is I'm doing here in the first motherfucking place. And that's on who? That's on who? Period. Because, uh, you know, another thing I've been resonating with lately is literally the the silliest and most common slang, but it it's been in my head nonstop speaking of time you only live once and i'm only going <laughs> to be in this life one time and when you sit back and you think about it like fuck i really only do live once to my knowledge to our knowledge we don't know what happens after death mm. but while you're here do you want to have this energy around you do you want to be loyal to people who are not loyal to you and sometimes you need to step away from people in order for them to understand the amount of loyalty that you brought to that relationship mm. sometimes you need to oh my God. you do need to be the bigger person <laughs> sometimes you do need to be the bigger person and as much as it sucks because i've had to be the bigger person and so from friends no, to I family be a little bitch. from i'm I've, done i want to be a little bitch and i could like i could be the little bitch but it's like when I when I look back at things now and I'm like, you know what you needed, you know, to step away from that person for this long because you're, you know, either you're going to come back to me or I'm going to come back to you, whatever. Or we're just it's just always going to be that space in between us. And and it, that's OK. That's OK, too. Speaking about the space in between, if you've made peace with it. You don't owe anybody an explanation. That's true. The reason why people feel the need to want to know what went down or how what what's going on is because they don't they want to wrap their head around it's matter of fact it's them being selfish. Yeah. Well, what do you mean you're not friends with so and so anymore? I wanted to invite you to this thing and they're gonna be there, but if y'all not cool, I'm upset because I'm being selfish and now I'm asking you to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, but I'm not even looking at it from your point of view. I'm, I'm not thinking about you. I'm thinking about myself. I'm being selfish in that moment because I want to do this thing and I want you there. But if you say no, now I'm upset. So now I have to question. Now I'm not respecting your no. Then it goes into a snowball effect. Mm. And then it's like, I'm saving, I'm saving myself from that situation. When I say protect my peace, mi gente, I, when I tell, when I, anything I've ever fucking said on this podcast, the one thing nobody can ever fucking say is I'm a hypocrite. When I tell you I practice what I preach, people might not like the fact that I'm practicing what I'm preaching because now it's a hindrance to their lifestyle. Mm. Now I'm mm. throwing a monkey wrench in something that they want to do because mm. I'm choosing me every fucking time. But, 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 but I don't have to go. That part. It's, it's and I, I've had simple. to make what that clear that we put up when we say no, I've had to make that clear to so many people, because a lot of the times with my with the friendships that I've, I have, you know, in the past, that was an issue where it's like you always never you're always the one that has a, the problem. You're the you're always the one that always wants to wants to do it your way. And it's not that I want to do it my way is that if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to fucking do, do it. it. <clears throat> And that's where the conversation ends. It shouldn't be you trying to convince me to jump on a plane with you to go over here. Bitch, I don't want to go. Go. You want to go? go? Go. Send me a pic. As a matter of fact, tag me. <laughs> go. Wish I, you were here. I, I don't. don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's like if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. Respect my no. Respect that I don't want to go. If you want to have a party and you want to invite your friend and it's more important to have that friend, you know, by all means, have that person there. Have that person there. Yeah. 
This man is preaching to myself today. Have that person there. Because at the end of the day, I am not going to put myself in a situation where I'm going to be stressed. Especially if you ain't helping me financially. If you ain't making me come. And if you are not providing the roof over my head. Mm. Baby, we are not doing it. Baby, I promise. We're not. I choose me every time. We just survived a pandemic, bitch. We're not doing it. There's no time. Literally, the quality of life is different right now. Yep. You can die right now, literally. And it's real, real now. Yep. I'm not going to sit here and be fake and put a smile because I want to keep the peace. No. I'm going to keep my peace at home. Thank you. Thanks. So with all of that being said, we hope that y'all <laughs> I think that's the most you. I've spoken in the Caldero talk. No, it is. And I love it. Normally, it's like, oh, Nina got you a know new why? topic. It's, I got Nina. <laughs> right. Nina got it. It's because I got a futurist female hat. On, so. He does in this. Yo tengo ganas de hablar mierda, coño. Mm, that part, that part. <laughs> Let's <sighs> close this out and head over to our last section. Did you see that? I did. Our last section, which is, <laughs> and we're gonna figure out what fell out that window. A reposar. Welcome back to the last section of the show. We're done, we promise. This is Reposad, where we give you guys any announcements, which I have a cute, tiny announcement, and any shout-outs that we want to give, or any, uh, and leave you guys on some positive affirmation. So, mm. what's T, sis? For my positive affirmation? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the common theme for me right now, this week, was if you let people talk long enough, they tell on themselves. There have been very a lot of instances this week alone where I didn't have to say much. Just people just kept talking, and I was like, "Okay, I found out everything that I needed to know." And I had literally asked, "How are you?" Type shit. So you're not lying to me; you're lying to yourself. I just know that when I find out that you're lying, I move different. I act accordingly. That part. That's the smoke. <laughs> That's. Um, I'm going to say, and it's funny because before you came today, um. I got all these quotes on Instagram, and they're literally about what today's episode is. And mm. mind you, we didn't even... We didn't discuss this. This is a free ball. Um, and I'm going to say either I'm going to grow with you or I'll grow you. I'm not standing still for nobody. Mm. And that's literally that's where I'm at. my vibe. That's, that's where literally I'm where I'm moving towards. Um, yeah. So I have a little announcement, and this is new to Nina. I was going to say, I'm like, you got, y'all getting my real raw, honest reaction right now. Shut up. Fuck. Um, so, in case anybody hasn't noticed, I am growing the Sofrito Speaks umbrella. And I am launching my podcast, oh. Ruality. Uh, Ruality is going to be a little bit different than Sofrito Speaks. Uh, we're going to be, well, not we, it's only me. Um, I'm going to be uh, focusing more on uh, interviewing up-and-comers in the game and uh, talking pop culture. All the oh, things all the that things I like that I do. don't want to do <laughs> right. that he likes to do. So that makes sense. Uh, so Ruality, you can uh, start following me on Instagram or if you have Patreon, Patreon, you know, we're we launching on that Patreon platform. When I say we, I have an imaginary team in my head. There's about seven of me doing something. Um, so we are working on that. Uh, it's going to be an auto visual experience. Uh, it's going to be under the Sofrito Speaks umbrella and you know, there's only more to come. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to share that with everybody. Other than that, uh, do you have any shout outs or anything? Fuck everybody. Wait, 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 wait. By the time this episode drops, we'll be heading into Nina's birthday weekend. 
Okay. Okay. So y'all, 28, baby, 28. Y'all gonna see a lot of boomerangs, a lot of Instagram posts uh, from my sister's birthday weekend, and uh, it's also Mother's Day. It's also Mother's Day. Okay, it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? (laughs) Um, I am because you are, but like you are because I am. You know what I'm saying? That's all period. Um, but other than that, we're going to let you guys go. We will see you in another 14 days. Y'all have a good two weeks and we will be back. My name is Rosales and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente. Oh, Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.